Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 248, and today we're going to be talking about five ways to add more revenue to your current business. And I believe that this is an untapped opportunity. It doesn't get talked about too much, especially with physical products. So that's what we're going to be talking about. I think it's a huge opportunity, and uh, I just love talking about this stuff. So I'm going to share that with you and kind of my thought process, especially if I was in this situation, which I kind of am, and also anyone that would ask me this question if we were having you know that conversation over coffee or whatever, right? This would be my response and kind of like the different ways that we should be looking at this business and our brand, all right? Now, before we jump in, first off, just want to say thanks for tuning in again and uh, really appreciate it, and I just wanted to ask you a quick favor, all right? Now, if you guys have been subscribed for a while and uh, you guys automatically get the updates, you guys are awesome and I really appreciate it. Everyone that is sharing this, everyone that is, you know, commenting on the blog or on Facebook group or any of that stuff, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I really do appreciate it. And it feels really good that we're able to go out there and create some really great value and help a bunch of people. But if you have not subscribed to the podcast, maybe you found it on iTunes, you haven't subscribed yet, do me a favor and subscribe. That way you won't get left behind as far as any new updates that we do uh, publish, which is three times a week currently, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And also, if you think that this is valuable to someone else or another group, Go ahead and share this, all right? That would be awesome. That would be the ultimate pay for me to be able to continue to do this. Just share this with people because I love, love getting emails from people saying like, you know what, Scott, that really helped me today uh, figure out this one problem or I was stuck there or I can totally relate. Like Those things really, really make a huge difference for me personally when I'm sitting here behind the mic because I get to hear your story and how well it's affected you or other people that you've shared it with. Now, a perfect example of this is there's a meetup group in the UK, okay, and uh, they actually posted in the 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 big Facebook group, the uh, you know the TAS group, which is over 32,000 people in it currently, and they posted that they're having a meetup. There's over 1,300 people in the UK right now that are doing a meetup, and uh, they're talking all about this business model. And I just wanted to give a shout out to those guys because they did post it in the group, and they've been um, you know a member in the Facebook group. Uh, Anthony Vaughn, I. I think that's how you pronounce your last name. I apologize, Anthony, if I if I did not pronounce it right. Uh, but uh, I just wanted to say thank you guys for posting. Thanks for inviting me to the UK. Uh, it was funny because in here uh, it basically says, "I hope to see you there real soon." And when Scott Volker gets over to London, we hope that he'll visit us as our very special guest? Question uh, mark. So uh, the answer is, I would love to uh, to go to London and uh, and hang out. But uh, right now, obviously. It's going to be a tough trip for me to get over there, but one of these days, one of these days, I would love to. We've got another one in uh, Canada, uh, which is called TAS Canada Meetup, and uh, Dom Sugar actually runs that one, so we have one there as well, so just really awesome that we're able to go global now and, and really help and connect other people, and really the cool thing about this is the relationships that come from it, not just like the knowledge that we get, that's great, but the connections are everything, I'm telling you, everything in business or in life is those connections. So definitely, if you're not part of our Facebook group, uh, our TAS Facebook group, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash FB, F as in Frank, B as in boy, and uh, yeah, go check that out and uh, just go over there and connect with people. And you can see here, I mean, if you're in the UK, 
Hey, there's a meetup there. If you're in Canada, we got a meetup there too. So yeah, definitely, definitely check that out. Really excited about that stuff. Um, the other thing I want to remind you before we dive into today's topics are, uh, or topic, I should say, but the five ways to add more revenue to your current business is uh, just want to remind you that the show notes will be published on this episode. So that's theamazingseller.com forward slash 248. And you can get the show notes, the transcripts, anything that we talk about there will be posted uh, on that page as well. All right. So uh, yeah, really excited to share this with you today because uh, it's something that I just find myself talking about anyway. So I'm like, you know what, why don't I just kind of break it down and kind of the thought process? Because so many of us, we start thinking about one thing that we're doing, and that's the only thing that we can be doing, right? Now, you guys have heard me talk about it's very important to create multiple revenue streams, and that can be within the same brand. It doesn't have to be just, you know, starting new businesses, which that is a way to obviously, uh, you know, take your revenue stream and, and kind of like make new ones, but that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about taking that same that that same product or that same market that you're in and creating other products for those people in that brand and not just physical products. What I'm talking about is digital products. Now, I also would like to say anyone that's listening to this podcast that already sells digital products, you have an opportunity to create physical products that could then complement the digital products. I think that's something, again, that we don't think of, right? Now, John Lee Dumas has recently done this. He has a podcast called eofire.com. You guys probably know about that podcast. Uh, I was on that podcast, and John's a, a great friend of mine, but he has done that as well, right? He's got a digital product that he sells teaching people how to start their own podcast, but then he's also got a physical book now that sells on Amazon and on his own e-commerce site, which is doing pretty well, and, uh, and, and that's a way for him to diversify his income. All right, so that's just an example on how you can do this. So again, if you have a digital product now, add a physical product or products. If you have physical products, add digital products, all right? And I'm gonna kind of go into like five different ways that you can create these digital products. Uh, so this way here, you can get an idea. I'm also gonna share a story with you on how I re I did this not too long ago, probably, well, not that long ago, about five or six years ago, um, give or take. Uh, time flies when you're online. I gotta be honest with you. Uh, you know, I can't believe that I've, I've been online now selling uh, different products and services and everything for almost 10 years now which is really, really crazy. Well, I can't believe that I have a daughter that's 21 that's going to be getting married, and I can't believe that I have a son that just graduated. Uh, it's just, it goes so, so fast. All right, let's uh, let's get back into the podcast here. I just kind of went off on a, on a little side road there. Uh, all right, so, uh, you know, so if you already have a, a digital product, or a, I'm sorry, a physical product right now, have you ever thought about a digital product that you could offer? Because it's a huge opportunity, the margins are better than a physical product, okay? And it's sometimes easy to create something that's in a digital form that can complement the physical product, all right? So let me kind of walk through if, and we're going to look at this as though you already have a physical product, and now we want to talk about how can we wrap some digital products or a digital product around that. And the digital product just doesn't have to be something for sale. It could be also content that's going to allow people to find your physical product. And you heard me talk about this before a little bit as far as like creating content that educates people, and then it gets them to warm up to your brand, and then from there, they're going to have an opportunity to buy your physical product. That's another great strategy using a digital product. That digital product could be free, 
but it's still a digital product. It's, it's found online. It's not a physical book, although a physical book would be another opportunity in the physical product uh, space that could then allow people to find your products, all right? But I do believe that this is an untapped opportunity that just if you've just started in this business or maybe you've been running it for a year now and you've got some pretty good sales going on Amazon alone, well, we got to start thinking again about other avenues of revenue, not just one you know, one channel. So we've talked about building a funnel. Well, when you have a sales funnel, having a digital product to have in place is a really great opportunity for you as well, because now we can create these sales funnels with a mixture of both. All right. So um, let, let's kind of jump in here. So the first way that you could do this, okay, that you could create something where it brings awareness, but also brings in a little bit of cash would be Kindle book. Okay, now you might be saying, okay, how would I ever create a Kindle book around my product? Well, first off, I should probably call a timeout here, all right? So I'm gonna, I'm putting my hands up right now or I'm kind of putting up the, the timeout sign. Any of you sports uh, people out there, you guys know what I mean? I'm like, hey, time, time, I got time here. 30 second timeout. Uh, <laughs> so basically, you have to understand that when you are looking at you know, at creating a digital product, you want to also think about the products that you're currently selling. Are they market specific? Okay. And what I mean by that is some people uh, are going after just products, not after a market. All right. So that's where this timeout comes in. Let's think about this moving forward. All right. If you're selling something right now that is a product or a trend, that's okay, but to understand that it's going to be harder for you to do what I'm saying to do, okay? But every situation is different. You would have to know the exact product, and I'll give you an example here in a minute on how this all kind of works uh, using an example, but if you are just starting right now and you're you know just listening to the podcast, you may want to also think about, okay, if I create this thing, what else can I create down the line that's going to serve multiple products, physical products, but also what could I then educate them with or what could I also have as a digital product? Could I create a Kindle book around this market, okay? And once you understand that, then you can start to see how everything can be this, this whole, you know, this whole blanket of different ways for people to discover you, but also to purchase from your brand. All right. So Kindle books is a great way to do it because again, Amazon, talking about Amazon, it's on Amazon. Amazon helps you sell those Kindle books. So again, you don't need a website. You don't need any of that stuff. Although I would think that you would want one. But it's a great way for you to then bring awareness to your product. So again, if you're, I'm just going to throw it out there. Let's just say that you have a golf product, right? And now you have a Kindle book that gives you, I don't know, 15 ways, uh, you know, to, you know, you know, make your game, you know, I, I don't know, shave off uh, 10 strokes to your game. I don't know. I'm not a huge golfer right now. Uh, I'm looking to be because I, I live near a golf course now, very close, but uh, I'm not really there yet. Maybe I'm going to have to buy that ebook. Uh, but yeah, so you can create this book that gives you like all of the different things that could help me with my, my golf game, right? It could be everything from my, my uh, tee shot. It could be everything from my chip. It could be everything from a putt. It could be all that stuff. It could be how many times to, uh, to drive balls during the week. It could be certain techniques on how, how to maybe switch up the, the, the handle grip that I'm, that I'm uh, gripping my golf club with, whatever it is, right? All of, if, if this is your market, you should understand what your market needs and wants. And if you put that into a digital form, 
people will buy that. And guess what? It's going to get led or they're going to get led back to your products because in the book, you're going to reference to certain products and those products could link over to your Amazon uh, listing or your own e-commerce, right? It also is a great way to do as a lead capture. So if you have a Kindle book, you make money on the front end. Let's say you charge $2.97 for that book. All right, you won't, you now make on that book, let's say $1.75 or two bucks after Amazon takes their fee, not a ton, right? But hey, if you sell, sell 10 books a day, right, you just made 20 bucks, you didn't pay for that, but you, you got 20 people that purchased your book. Did I say 20? Yeah, no, that's 10, 10 and that would make 20. Uh, so let's say you have 10 people now that found the book, they bought the book, okay? Now they're gonna be educated through the book and now those 10 people, are very, very highly targeted that could also uh, go ahead and buy one of your products. The other thing that you can do inside of there is then have a lead capture offer. And that lead capture could then bring people into your sales funnel that we talked about. So that sales funnel could look like something like, you know, uh, five uh, new ways uh, to, you know, drive the ball, you know, I don't know, 50, 50 yards, you know, more or something like that. Or maybe you could have like five, you know, exclusive interviews by today's top golfers and what they do every day so they can perfect their game, something like that, right? So if you had something like that, you could drive people to a landing page, capture their email address, and then from there, lead them into the sales funnel that we talked about before, okay? So again, that's that's a Kindle book. Again, that's being sold on Amazon. It's a great way for you to be able to capitalize on that traffic again, and uh, and then that way there, you can bring awareness to your products, okay? And a little bit of a revenue stream. I mean, let's let's do the math on that real quick. If it was just 20 bucks a day that you made on those sales, okay, we're just talking like as, as a bonus, right? So that's 20 and 30 days, that's uh, 600 bucks, right? So that's 600 bucks, that's a nice car payment, right? So again, it's another revenue stream, but it's also another way to lead people into your brand, all right? That's why it's so important to understand that we wanna go after a market, not just after a product. If you're going after to just go in on a, on a trend to kind of scoop up and kind of grab a little bit of cash, kind of quickly, um, then that's fine, but understand you're not building a brand really, or you're not building, uh, you know, you're not serving products to a market, all right? Hopefully that makes sense. Number two is you can take that same exact book, okay, ebook, and sell it on your own website, all right? Now you can charge a little bit more for it on your own website if you want to, or if you didn't want to go to the Kindle route, then you can just take that same book that you would have created, and then you can just launch it on your own e-commerce site. Okay, it's a great way, again, for people that land on your website, which if, if you already have a digital, uh, if you already have a digital, uh, you know, product or let's say even just a physical product and then you have already website traffic that you're getting 100 visitors a day and you can convert even 5% of them to, uh, to basically, uh, you know, opt in to get your, you know, maybe your, your leaked chapter or your bonus chapter in the book. And then from there you sell them the book. And then from the book, they get led into your, into your sales channel. You see how that all works? Like having this is a huge asset and it's a digital product in a sense. Okay. Maybe not a huge money maker right now, but it could be all right. Now, again, this is going to depend on the market that you're going after. It has to make sense, and if it doesn't make sense, well, then, you know, you can't offer this, but that's why if you're just starting or maybe as you're launching new products, you kind of want to be thinking about this stuff because I think it's another great way for us to tap into a digital product and kind of bolt it on to our brand, 
All right. So that would be an ebook for sale on your own website. Some people say too, well, how would I, how would I collect money on my, on my uh, website? Like all that stuff. There's, there's a ton of different ways that you can do this. There's a site called ejunkie.com. Um, I've used them for years. They do digital downloads. Uh, they, they do delivery, all that stuff. They do uh, money collected through PayPal, uh, ejunkie.com. Really, really super simple. Uh, so that's that. And, and again, you know, maybe moving forward, I could dig into some of the, I guess some of the ways to create some of this stuff too, if you guys, you know, if I see that you guys really want this stuff more moving forward, I'll dig in deeper. I've been doing this stuff as far as the digital product stuff for almost 10 years now. Um, So I do know a thing or two about that as well. Uh, Okay. So number three is a video course. All right, so a video course, again, it could be free, it could be paid. Uh, you've, you've all seen DVDs that sell for $29.97. Yes, that's right, they still do sell DVDs and they still do get purchased. Uh, but you could also sell that on a website and charge $19.97 because it's not a physical item or maybe even $17.97, something like that, right? Or you can use that video course as a lead-in to get people educated before they buy your product. All right. So a perfect example would be golf lessons. If you are uh, someone selling in the golf market, you're probably uh, you're, you're probably smart if you went and hired someone that was in your local area, go to the golf you know the the golf place, the, whatever the top golf place is in your area, and then reach out to them and say, hey, would you mind hopping on? Uh, you know, maybe some videos that we can break down uh, these top 10 mistakes people are making with their golf swing or something like that and pay them three, 400 bucks for a couple hours worth of work. I'm sure they would love to do it. And again, you won't know until you ask, or maybe you already know someone in your market that would do that. But that's just an example on how you can capitalize on someone's expertise. And you don't really need to, to know that you just need to reach out to the people that do know how to do that. Same thing with baseball. I, uh, I know a thing or or two about this because my son played baseball pretty competitively up through high school and, uh, I've hired a lot of hitting instructors, uh, pitching instructors, which he didn't pitch that long. We did that for about a year, uh, actually a catching, uh, coach that we worked on footwork and stuff like that. And I was paying them 50 to $75 a lesson depending. And guess what? Each one of these people that I had as a, you know, as a coach for him, or a trainer, you know, I would say to them, listen, you know, you've got all this information, you should, you know, kind of package it up and sell it. And they're like, I have no idea how I would do that. So there's so much opportunity there. And and because of my, you know, my opportunities are always kind of just popping up, right? I have to, I have to like kind of hold off on those because they're so exciting for me because these people know so much. And the thing is, is it would take me so long to educate them on that process. But if I said to them, hey, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, I'll give you 500 bucks if you just meet with me for like three hours and you just go over these 15 or 20 drills and I'll just go ahead and I'll just, I'll sell it, right? Or I'll just use that for my content for my blog or whatever, right? There's so much opportunity there in a certain market. If that's your market to go into, go out and find these people. Uh, like I said, I mean, a basketball, same thing. I had basketball instructors, same exact thing. I'm like, you guys are trading dollars for hours, right? I come in, I hire you, you give my son a lesson for an hour, I pay you 50 bucks, done. You're not making any more money until you do another lesson. Why don't we record that session and then why don't we use that as content and drive people over and then why don't you create your own training DVD for $29.97 and you can sell it all day long. And they're like, well, I, I just, I have no idea where to even start. 
And then that's where you would say, well, I'll tell you what, I've, I've got a, a market that I, I'm into this and I'm selling different products in this. Why don't you go ahead? I'll pay you 500 bucks and you can even work out a deal if you wanted to. You can say for every DVD I, I sell, I'll give you 25% of all sales, but I'll do all the work. I mean, that could work too. So again, I don't want to hear that you don't have the know-how or you don't have the expertise. There's people out there that do and I've proven it time and time again because these people that are giving my son like lessons, they have no idea about digital stuff. They have no idea about Amazon. They have no idea about Kindle, any of that stuff. So again, it's a great opportunity. Hairstyling, it's another another example of how you could do that. And the reason why I'm using that is my daughter who is a hairstylist in the wedding market, her market is clueless as far as how this stuff works. So again, whether she was a hairstylist or not, I could find someone like her and then just pay her for three or four hours or maybe say, hey, can I come and shadow you with a video crew while you're doing a hairstyle? And then you can kind of put this stuff together, right? So there's ways for you to do it without you being the expert. And that could be a video course. Like I said, that could be a video course that could then, that video course, you could turn that into an ebook because what you could do is then do screen grabs from the video, have it transcribed, go over to upwork.com or one of those other sites that you can do a VA and have them transcribe it and then transcribe it, have it edited. You might spend a thousand bucks to have this done, but guess what? That's an asset that can bring you money, that can bring you new leads, all of that stuff, okay? For your physical products right? Like, let's go to the hairstylist one for a second. If we did hairstylist stuff, we've got a whole bunch of physical products that could wrap around the hairstylist business, but there's people in there in that field that need to know how to color hair, how to do a perm, how to do highlights, how to cut it, how to do all of these different techniques, especially because it's always, always evolving, right? So hopefully you guys can see that there's opportunity there, I'm sure, for whatever market you're in right now. Don't limit yourself to just that physical product or those physical products, okay? Uh, Okay, so now let's talk about the next one. That was number three. Let's go to number four. You could have special downloads, okay? You could literally have special downloads for your product. Uh, Now, the guy that I interviewed not too long ago, Mike Jackness, uh, and he's doing this exact same thing. He sells coloring books or coloring pencils for adult coloring and then coloring books, right? So an easy download for him would be, hey, download, you know, two free, uh, you know, designs that you could color this afternoon. All you got to do is put your name and email address. Boom, you do that. It introduces them to his products. He gives lessons and he doesn't know how to do it, but he's hired someone that knows how to do it. Another example, and I'm going to share this with you guys here in a second because it's pretty uh, it's pretty uh, relevant to what we're talking about here. But uh, there's uh, Photoshop templates. Um, I've done that personally. Still do it. Um, so that's that's a way. Again, special downloads. If I sell uh, something, let's say scrapbooking. Right. Let's say that we do scrapbooking and we sell scrapbooking supplies and scissors and maybe uh, binders and whatever. Right. Whatever. Whatever is in that scrapbooking market. Well, guess what? I can have Photoshop templates created and then I could offer those templates to all of my customers. And now that's a digital product. They can go ahead and click on a button. They'll be taken to eJunkie. eJunkie will then process the payment deliver their downloads, end of story. Um, Etsy even allows you to do uh, digital downloads now. So again, that's just another example, and I'm giving you one that I've actually currently done and that I'm doing. Um, The other one is loops. Now, what the heck is loops? Not Fruit Loops. These are actually loops that work with a a recording program. I've got one called GarageBand, and it's for Mac. And I'll I'll give you guys a real example of this here in a second because it really makes a lot of sense when you're kind of walking through this scenario. But the way that it works is like you buy this main name brand product, 
But then on the back end, you need additional additional loops. What a loop is, is it's like a 10 second or a 15 second, or it could even be a three second, whatever it is. It's just a little tiny blurb of uh, a sound. And then what you do in GarageBand is you string these along and you loop them. And a lot of times like rappers will use loops or hip hop, um, but there's also guitar loops and all of these different ones, but they're digital. So uh, now what you can do is you can create these loops or have them created by a musician and then you could package them up, downloads, or a DVD, okay? Um, so that's another way. But again, you just have to think about, does your product offer a way to uh, to be able to create something that can be downloaded? And then you can charge for that, okay? So those are a couple of different examples. So that's number four. Number five is content creation. Now, the content creation, again, kind of goes along with the ebook or the Kindle of creating this stuff. But that, that content can then be repurposed on your blog, on Pinterest, on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook. So when the time comes that you want to start doing some outreach and you want to go ahead and start getting some more traffic coming from these other places, then you're going to take this same content and you can publish it in different in different forms, right? So if you created a Kindle ebook and you have 10 chapters, well, guess what? You can go ahead and take each chapter and you can make a blog post about it. You can create a Pinterest pin. You can do Instagram uh, mentions. You can do YouTube videos about the same exact thing, just broken down in video, Facebook, um, all of that stuff, right? Here's another cool thing, another cool little strategy that you could do. Let's say you want to go ahead and say, you know what? I'm just going to create the content first to publish on my blog. Well, figure out the top 10, 15, or 20 different things that your market needs to know about to make them uh, better at it. So scrapbooking might be, you know, like 10 different things, right, for scrapbooking or 10 different ways to uh, become a better scrapbooker or whatever, right? What I have no idea about that market, by the way, as you can tell, but you get what I'm saying, right? So then what you would do is you would write really in-depth blog posts, okay, one at a time. And each one of those is going to be kind of like your chapter in the book. So if you think about it that way, you don't have to get overwhelmed with how do I write this book. You just think about, okay, I'm going to create 10 of the top things that people need to know about this. I'm going to go into really great detail about it. And then you're going to take those blog posts. You're going to send it over to uh, an editor. They're going to then put it into a book form, And now you have a Kindle book and you have 10 blog posts. You see how that works? I mean, that's really, really powerful. And I've done this. Um, Actually, the book that is available right now where I have that's on that's on Kindle for being able to show you how to launch a product on Amazon. I took all of my best, you know, podcast episodes and I had an editor go in, transcribe them and then really distill them down and make them more actionable as far as like bullet points and all this stuff. And that's really what I did. And yes, it's, it's similar content that I've already published, but it's on the podcast. It's not in written form. So now I was able to take that and then piggyback off of that and put it into that. I did the same thing in the photography space. My wife and I, as you guys probably know, and if you don't, we in the photography business for years. Uh, we did newborn photography. We did senior photography. Uh, we just just did uh, family uh, portraits, all of that stuff, right? Well, one of the big markets out there is uh, newborn photography, right? So we took all of our best stuff, all of our best tips, all of our experience on what it would take for a new photographer to go through the pre-consultation 
all the way through your edits at the very end. So everything in between, everything from a warming blanket underneath the prop that you're using, using a hairdryer to warm it up beforehand, uh, maybe even the hairdryer as a sound. So this way here, it keeps the baby uh, you know, calm, uh, all of that stuff, right? So we went through all of the stuff that we did. All we did was just taught exactly what we did and then we posted on our blog and then we packaged all that up and put it into a Kindle book. And I still sell um, copies of that every single day right now. And I also have a lead-in capture from there that leads people into that part of that brand. So you see what I'm saying? Like, there's things here that we can do that we don't have to be overwhelmed by just saying, like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and give really good content in my market around uh, about this thing. Now, if you already have done this and now you're moving into physical products and maybe you're not thinking about that market because you're like, well... I've already did this digital thing over here, but I'm not really sure about physical products. I'm going to start from scratch. That's fine, but you also ought to be thinking about if you already have traffic on a site and there's an opportunity for you to launch digital products or physical products with them, I would go for it. There's some of you out there that already have, that have maybe went through the, you know, Spencer Hawes teaches like niche pursuits, that, that's, his, uh, that's his blog. He talks about building, you know, niche websites. Well, you know, this is a perfect example. Let's say you did that and you kind of let that thing go and you know, it's trucking along. You're doing maybe a couple hundred bucks in sales on affiliate commissions through Amazon. That's fine and all, but now you have the opportunity to say, well, what products are selling on that affiliate site that I could possibly tap into and create my own products and then also my own digital products, right? So again, you might be sitting on something that you aren't even aware of. And if you are, by the way, I want you to reach out to me, scott at theamazingseller.com, and let me know that this was like an aha moment for you because I do believe that some of us don't even realize what's happening uh, or what we have that we're sitting on just because we're so focused on something else, okay? So if it is, I want to hear about it. Uh, I I love this stuff. Um, All right, so... Again, I talked about how to do it simply, create 10 blog posts or videos, 10 tips for improving your golf swing, okay, something like that. Have it transcribed, have it edited into an ebook, then also have it formatted for Kindle, boom, you've got two different pieces of content there that could bring in money, but also could bring in new prospects for your physical product brand, all right? Now, quick story I said that I was going to share with you, and this is that garage band example, okay? So I was, a, I still am, a guitar player, okay, a musician. I started when I was 15 years old, actually a little bit younger. I would play drums first, at, I think I was 13, and then I went to guitar because I wanted to make actually melodies, and I, I think my first, my first, uh, my first time that I really wanted wanted to play guitars when I seen Ozzy Osbourne, that's dating myself, Ozzy Osbourne and Jakey Lee, if you guys are guitar players or, or uh, in the 80s, you guys know probably Jakey Lee, he was one of their guitarists, and I seen that concert on TV, and man, that just made me say, I want to be that, I want to do that, so anyway, that got my, uh, my, my bug for music, and then I've grown since then, obviously I've been playing for over 20 years now, and, uh, and so you know, that's just a passion of mine. So going back probably, I don't know, eight or nine years now, uh, you know, that, that, that application came out called GarageBand. And I was like, okay, cool. This is a way for me to record my music and put it on a track. And then I could do like a, a real recording. I used to have a little four track recorder with a cassette tape. Then I had an eight track one that had eight tracks that I could record up to, but you had to like do it, like time it perfectly. And then I bought this thing uh, called the D16. It was, it was made by, uh, Oh, who was that made by? I forget now. It doesn't matter. But it was a 16 track, so boy, that was big. And then all of a sudden, they come out with this GarageBand thing where I could actually have drum beats that were already in there, and I could just loop them, and it just opened up a whole nother way for me to be able to, to really be creative, and I loved it, right? So I was able to make music. 
I was getting that, that instant gratification. But then also, as an entrepreneur, I seen this opportunity, and I'm like, wait a minute here. These are like these are loops. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of guitar loops. There's not a lot of guitar lead loops. There's not a lot of even drum loops. I, I had a software that I could create, uh, you know, different unique patterns, and and then there was uh, you could you could still use the the uh, the sounds inside of there to make other instrument sounds, and then I would make. So I, long story short is I seen this opportunity that there was you know, an an audience or a market that wanted more expansion packs off of, off of this program, GarageBand. So I did that. I said, you know what? I'm going to make a thousand loops. I locked myself in a room for about a day and a half, two days, and I busted out a thousand loops. I then went and started selling that on eBay and eBay back then was allowing you to do digital downloads. So it was awesome. I was selling them for like 19, 19 or no, at first it was 29.97. Uh, and then, um, I went to, I think 2497, but it was 2997 for a digital product. It was awesome. It was crazy. I couldn't believe it. And that was really like my first taste of like digital products. And, uh, then, uh, eBay went and said, you know what, we're not going to let you guys offer digital downloads. People are, you know, they're, they're kind of, they're, they're scamming the system. They're doing penny downloads and just to get your email address. And again, marketers ruined it. So then we said, okay, now you have to ship something. So I just said, you know what, I'll just take that same stuff. I'll put it on a DVD and I will, you know, I'll sell them that way. And I did that with a little bit more work though. Cause now I had to like say, okay, I got five. I sold, I got to go ahead and package them up and send them out. Not a big deal, small package. Um, and I found a site that would actually do all this for me. So it was really awesome. Right. But I never would have known that this was possible unless I was a guitar player that was playing around with this program called GarageBand and that other uh, people would probably want loops as I would have, right? These loops, these, these, you know, sounds for this program. Okay. And I was able to then piggyback off of, you know, GarageBand name. Okay. So just giving you this story, just to show you that this all came just from something that I was passionate about and I seen an opportunity and I was able to make some money at that. Um, you know, by, by doing that. Okay. So that was pretty, that was pretty cool. And also like a little aha moment. So let me kind of go back to how we can understand that market. So think about this for a second. What does a guitar player need? Let's, let's look at this. We've got strings. We've got a guitar strap. We've got guitar. Uh, we've got guitar. Um, did I say strings? Yeah. Strings. We've got, uh, chords that you plug it into the amp with, right? We've got picks. We've got a tuner, right? We've got a guitar case, right? We've got all that stuff. We've even got like these pedals. There's all these different effect pedals that we can have. A lot of times though now effects pedals are being used in like these software programs that then have a pedal. If you're not a guitar player, you don't understand what I'm saying. It doesn't matter, but just understand we're looking at what that guitar player could need, right? And those are products in that market that we could offer to that person, okay? So what does that guitar player need to record? Huh, now we're into something else. Well, they need software, GarageBand or software. You could be an affiliate possibly for GarageBand or that software, or maybe, hey, maybe you're a developer and you can create your own software that helps a guitar player record uh, inside of a program, okay? But also, as you're uh, recording, you're gonna need headphones, you're gonna need a preamp, you're gonna need loops for the software, there's my aha moment, right? So I kind of look at this as a market and a good example to show you that all of this stuff can really be offered to the guitar player, whether it's physical or whether it's digital, all right? So the same thing applies for a drummer or a singer or a bass player, right? The bottom line is there's so many ways 
that we can start or grow a business if we look at the market and what that market needs, all right? Now, if you can create a hybrid of a physical and a digital product, that's a game changer. Because now we talk about building a sales funnel. That sales funnel a lot of times has uh, digital products that lead in people. We can have an offer uh, that gives them something, a quick win. And then from there, we can go ahead and show them our physical products or lead them back to our brand. Um, Now, again, I want to remind you guys this and give you guys this tip as as we're winding down here, okay? One tip. If you're currently selling digital products right now, I would say start looking at adding physical products, okay? It's a, it's a beautiful marriage, okay? Number, number two, tip number two, if you're currently selling physical products, which a lot of you are, add digital products. Find a way to add digital products for all the reasons that we just discussed, all right? So I've got a little homework for you, okay? I want you to ask yourself, what opportunities right now do you have by looking at the market that you're serving with products, whether that's digital or physical, Think about the market in a whole, and also think about niching down that, okay? So let's let's kind of dig into that real quick before we wrap up, okay? We talked about the guitar player. Well, there's all different kinds of guitar players. We have a classical guitar player. We have a, a, we have a, a lead guitar player. We have just a rhythm guitar player. Or maybe we just have a guitar player that plays the, ban- the banjo, right? So we have different types of guitar players. Well, maybe what we want to do is go after that one specific person, that one avatar that we could then go after. Your messaging will be a lot more direct. You won't try be, be trying to get everyone that is a guitar player, although in the end you would love that, but right now it would be a lot easier that if, if you knew that you were targeting me, you're going to know that you know I'm a 44-year-old guy that was probably into the 80s music, right? So now you kind of know you know, a little bit about me just from that, right? And then you're going to say, well, he likes uh, electric guitar. He does have acoustic guitars too. So those two can go back, back and forth. We got electric, we got acoustic. And there's different items that go with an acoustic or go with an electric, right? But we all need strings. We need a guitar strap. We need chords, right? We need picks and we need a tuner, okay? And, you know, maybe even a cloth to, to a special cloth that this way here you don't scratch your $3,000 guitar. We haven't even talked about guitar amps or anything that goes with the guitar amps, right? We didn't talk about the pedals. We didn't talk about the little jumper cables that go between your different effects pedals, right? We didn't talk about a guitar stand. Uh, we didn't talk about any of that stuff, right? But you can see if we can niche it down, okay, and take these same things and then target that one style of guitar player, it's going to be easier for us to really match to them and they're going to be more likely to buy our stuff or read our stuff or download our stuff, okay? So hopefully, hopefully this has been eye-opening for you. Hopefully you can see that there's a ton of potential here, a ton of opportunity. All we have to do really though is, is sit down again with that, that good old-fashioned notepad and think about what are the opportunities that I'm missing here? Like what else could I add as a revenue stream to my current brand or business? Or if you're starting one, also have a list of all of these different things that you'll eventually want to do, all right? So I'm just gonna recap real quick, okay, the five different ways that, uh, that you can add revenue to your current business. And that is, one, create a Kindle book. Get that Amazon traffic from Kindle sales and get it over to your physical products. Two, an ebook. Take that same or similar product, that Kindle book, and put it up on your own website, okay? Use eJunkie to deliver that product. 
Three, a video course. Again, you can take and add all of these if you want to. A video course could be, like I said, golf lessons, baseball lessons, hairstyling. Uh, you can even do painting. Maybe you're uh, you're teaching people how to paint, and then you sell brushes, and you sell the canvas, and you sell the easel, and all of that stuff, right? And then four, special downloads, okay? Loops, like I mentioned, Photoshop templates, scrapbooking, or maybe if you're a painter, again, maybe it's a painting that they can outline, and then they can, or that they can use as an outline, and then they can use the different, you know, techniques when you give them that video tutorial, but they're gonna have to download this sheet in order to follow along. Um, Five is content creation, and that's really taking a lot of the stuff that we just talked about, whether you start with content creation or you take it after the fact and you break it down into little chunks, so this way here, we can create a blog post, we can create Pinterest pins, we can do Instagram, we can do YouTube, we can do Facebook, right? Now, don't let this get you overwhelmed, just think about what is it that you could do the quickest, Um, I would say do that first. But again, always have this stuff to go back to and always be thinking about the different things that you can offer your market. All right, guys, so this was a little bit longer than I expected. I didn't think it was gonna go this long, to be honest with you, but there's a lot to cover here. Uh, You guys can tell I get pretty fired up about this stuff because there's a ton of opportunity there, not just thinking about selling private label products on Amazon. That's great, but as you move forward, you're gonna wanna think about these different revenue streams, these different ways for you to find clients that, that wouldn't have found you if it was just on Amazon um, and vice versa, all right? So I wanna remind you guys on the show notes, everything I covered here will be broken down in transcripts and in the show notes. The Theamazingseller.com forward slash 248 is where you'll find them. Again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash 248. And uh, yeah, if you guys uh, if you guys dig this, I definitely want to hear uh, from you guys, whether it's on the Facebook page or a comment or an email, whatever, let me know. Um, you guys can tell I get pretty fired up about this stuff and I love talking about it. So uh, yeah. And the other thing I want to remind you real quick as well, if you're brand new to this whole like Amazon FBA private labeling stuff and you're like, you know, Scott, that was a ton that you just covered here and it's exciting. But I haven't even launched a product on Amazon yet, which I think that's where we should start currently right now as it is. Uh, So if you are new and you wanted to attend one of my live free workshops where I walk you through how to launch your first product step by step, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. You can register for an upcoming one there. And uh, yeah, you can learn all about that as well. And also I do live Q&A there too. So if you have any questions and we're doing a live workshop, you can ask all your questions there. So guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Really think about this though. I want you guys to really, really think about this, especially if you've already started selling on Amazon and, uh, and just really, really get that notebook out and start brainstorming and thinking about all of the different things that you could do to add value to your market and another revenue stream in your business. All right. So that's it guys. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud. Come on now, say it with me. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.